0: Episode commencing in three, two, one, episode initiated.
1: While an evil terrorist organization spreads across the earth, only the members of the Earth Guard League stand in their way. Join us now as we explore this super team in this week's episode of Cosmic Himitsu Sentai Crit Rangers. This is your Patrick here, your Volcano Mask General Magman Villain throwing wave after wave of disposable soldiers at you. Joining me in brightly colored costumes and motorcycles with sidecars are my five friends and your tokusatsu soldiers of fortune. To my far left. His bright red blood burns with rage. as Jabert jabbering away his jam from. I'm one of those crit rangers you hear so much about. <laughs> crit <laughs> rangers. Crit rangers. Across crit the- rangers. Crit rangers, like right? <laughs> why are you saying it weird across the digital <laughs> table from me, Redacted has taken an oath of the blue sea. It's Miles. Make and believe it's redacted. Good evening. To my right, why he's like yellow leaves fluttering in the forest. Why it's Tyler talking as pray <laughs> <laughs> To my immediate left, he gets pink flowers thrown at him by five warriors. It's Drew dying to play Zilix Thel. <laughs> And across from him, the team's anchor. Last we have the Team's Green Team, Trunk of Hope. It's none other than Rebecca Rowan with Asher and Sky. Hello. Hey everyone. Hi. Hi, Patrick.
0: Oh my God!
1: Super Sentai intro. Yeah. You gotta no? imagine me all the things that I said, but with like seventies. Super Sentai music in the background because that's um, what the intro is going to sound like. You said, honestly, Sentai, I normally, right? I normally, hear Sentai. That behind what you said, so. <laughs> get it, Cosmic Sentai Crit Rangers. What did it sound like to you? We can cut this out. It's <laughs> you could, you could very clearly it. say Rangers. Yes, you definitely said that. Yeah, You did <laughs> very, very clearly said. <laughs> Rangers. And it
2: like, Rangers. It been like, it'd be like, oh, I get it. But you were like, nope. Uh, Rangers. Uh, I think this that is, that is the that first that time I've ever cry laughed before we got past the
1: introduction. Well, like, you oh, know, in, in Japan, like the L and the R, it, it's uh, like a no, roll. No, that. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> that is a thing that happens there.
2: Yeah, I mean, mean, yeah, no. I mean, it's not that. wrong. And now but, it's a uh, thing that
1: happens on the intro to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's just so funny.
1: Rewind the tape, play it back, Drew. <laughs> hear it. No, we, we are all heard Langer, <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to the show. How are you doing, everyone? Oh, mutual good. greetings. Magic.
2: I'm, I'm very worried. This is once again, I'm very worried about being in this hole. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. One thing I'm learning about this whole about this
1: whole game is don't go in the holes. Keep forgetting yeah. about these terrible holes that keep rule, falling in. R- rule number yeah. one: no holes. It really
2: should be at the top of the podcast rules because every time Patrick is like, you come across a hole and it seems like it just making <laughs> for in? exploration. And we're like, great. And then it turns out awful, awful. I mean, the, the, to the way it. to
1: explore any hole is you get the sturdiest member of your group, which I mean, probably Asher and Sky. I don't want to name names here. You tie a rope to them. And throw them in the hole. And at the first sign of danger, you just yank them back up. <laughs> but fact, we
0: did the opposite. Asher and Sky stayed up top, and yeah, let everybody else down.
1: <laughs> I, I did. I didn't make yeah. the the, they, the battle do, plans here. Does everyone else have a rope?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have a rope.
1: You're the only character without twine. Yeah. I think. I think I've got one. Well, looks- I, I mean, I could pull them out.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I sent oh. the rope down there, if I remember correctly. I yeah. put the rope in the hole and let yeah, everybody fine. else go down. And I, I stayed up top and watched the rope.
2: Yeah.
1: Hey, you got that going for you. <laughs> You're on rope duty. <laughs> uh, but before we get to well, we were mid peril in the cliffhanger, we have to talk about what happened last time before we got to that cliffhanger. You guys fought off the... On the mountainside, some spider goat skeletons scoring three critical hits against the undead monsters and saving Elena's Zorian from beneath a fallen rock. Moving the gold bloom flowers back with Tyetta and Zorian, the undead thanked you personally presenting you all with his amulet of camouflage. He warned you of a great herd of beasts that stalked the forest and heading back out there you saw the mighty stag beasts in action and found a mighty sinkhole in the roadway. Recruiting Stance Panatil to help you in identifying some suspicious quartz stone. You explore the sinkhole and Jamfram dives into the bottom of the pool. Whilst from below, mole beetles rise up to attack you all. Yeah, this will be a good <laughs> episode <laughs> to stop me from getting a reroll and also earning one yourself. What, what's wrong okay, with that intro?
0: I might be wrong, but I wrote down Stag Bear, not Stag Beast.
1: You know, that's not one that I wrote down, but it is, it was a stag bear. Yes. Oh, okay. It, but it is also a beast, so, but I'll give it to you. All, all, you, need is, beast. all you need is one more. I've got, uh, I've written down four things wrong <laughs> with, with the, the intro. So the, the four of you, Miles, Tyler, Juppert, Drew, just need just one more and you get a re-roll. Good boy, uh, doesn't it- it's been like two weeks since we recorded. Live. This is the, the
0: yeah, most I'm gonna, unfair. I'm, I'm just gonna hail on. mary
2: one. I'm gonna hail mary that it wasn't three critical hits, but four critical hits.
0: Ooh,
2: incorrect. Dang it! That was my only guess. E- what? what? the same Wait.
0: thought, Tyler? not
2: You think you
1: had f- your team had four critical hits? It was either four or only two, yeah, Patrick. Yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah, thinking you're only lying, two.
2: You're lying one direction or the other. <laughs> Am
1: I? Am I? I think so. Oh, well, you can't guess anymore. Uh, Drew, Gilbert, Miles. Mm. Ah, yeah. Yeah, it's really, really hard. We're going to get scubbed. Well, if you you don't. Wait. uh, I feel like Amulet
3: of Camouflage is different, but but it was something Mm -hmm. Uh, similar to that. Wait, no,
1: I've got one. Oh, The Mole Beetles rise up to attack everyone Except for <laughs> the people outside the hole, <laughs> that's one of the things. You mean uh,
0: Asher I, and Sky and Redacted?
1: I think we'll <laughs> we'll see. There's enough mole beetles to go around. <laughs> there's, there's a lot here, so I'm not Uh-oh. counting that one. Uh, it's okay if you guys uh, don't have a, another one. Indeed, we I can go I, on. Oh, I think I realized just, one, but I'm oh, not. but too too bad you threw out a BS guess.
2: I did. A, I did.
1: Best guess miles drew you want to throw one in you could be the hero miles you could do this
2: be my was it bro,
4: i mean the thing is i could probably get i think get something wrong but i won't be able to say what the
1: thing is so well, uh, you and drew was it, can work was on it, it quartz together. stone it was not quartz stone what kind of stone do you think it was
0: oh, oh i remember because we have these in georgia
1: oh it's a too bad you already guessed
0: I know. Guidestone? Oh,
1: it's oh, redstone. No, it's redstone. What 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 was it, Miles? <laughs> I said guidestone. I don't know what guidestone is, but that is not the, what I wrote down. Georgia guidestones. Georgia
0: has guidestones, but no. Oh, I know no, it we, is. we can I used I to. Can I they've answer? been
1: blown
3: up since then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but Drew has a guess. I believe in Drew. You can guess on anything. It doesn't have to be one of these things these other things, said. Uh
3: <sighs> It wasn't the am- Amulet of Camouflage. It was something else that sounded very similar and did something very similar.
1: I think that's that's literally in the... It's the in Discord, the loop out, loop
2: pile. Uh, well, It was look. the brooch of... <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: see me. Hiding. I just remember um, I turned it down, so... <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, they, they, the flowers are golden blooms, not gold blooms. I was like, the sneaky ones. Um. Um, Zorian left the... Of the amulet in the cruiser with a note, he did not present it personally. I wrote down both limestone and granite because I forget what I said in the episode. I was going to take either of those for I the. You said I thought you said mica. Orcs.
0: You did say uh, mica. That's what I was thinking. Is the glittery is the mica, but it would yeah, be uh, on granite. Still, it, it I would have taken that if you had tank.
1: convinced me. Not because yeah. no, no one also uh so many answers and so there was only two crits not three times. dang it right. yeah you bet. We, were, we were circling you around monster. all of them they're so close uh oh. <laughs> this this game is so much fun guys we're in the middle of combat at the start of this episode as five mole beetles and what looks like a Ten foot tall mole beetle matriarch has emerged from the shrubbery at the bottom of this sinkhole here. Let's roll into the initiative turn order. <laughs> How about it? How about it?
3: Wow, is that exact uh, count- Exact rolls for Asher and from? <laughs> oh wow! They
0: yeah. both rolled nine and have the same bonus. Yes. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh.
1: Stinky teamwork. Let's see here. First up, at the top of the hill is redacted. (laughs) Redacted, you are going first, good sir.
4: How you said it was thirty foot? Is the hole?
1: I I don't remember what I said last time, but I'm pretty sure it's at least. 20 foot from 20 feet. The, the the level that you're on down to where Stamph, Panatil, Praetier, and Zilix are. And then it's about another 5, 10 feet, I think, into the pool where our good friend Jamfram is swimming around. Uh, I honestly, rode down
0: 30 to 40 feet down is what you said. I think, okay.
1: I think that's from this level all the way to the bottom. But yeah. So probably
4: 35 feet. Away. Okay, so if I tried to Fast and Furious this, this would have been very badly for my car.
1: Well, I mean, it will take some extra damage, but you've already driven it halfway off of a cliff onto some spider goats. So <laughs> that that is, a, that is a that is a, a I don't know,
3: that well, is I just I just saw a Ford GT40 drive through, like, <laughs> the worst terrain possible, and it still ran after that, so...
4: It's true uh, if I've, if I've learned anything about fictional cars it's that they don't function as regular cars and <laughs> the tires are made of some sort of magical material that never gets a flat
1: but to you I, I think we left off you weren't in the vehicle at the end of the episode because you were kind of taking a peek down towards the the bottom of of the hole do you want to mount back up in the uh well Cruiser? yeah for
4: right now I want to mount back up but I'm because redacted sees redacted sees the 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 Beatles right
1: yeah, yeah, you, you hear some chittering going on down there. <laughs> okay.
4: So Redacted will pop back into the vehicle. I don't think they're
1: all too far away for me to blast right now. Mm, yeah, from from the top of the hill, you might be able to see. I think the the large one, the, this behemoth of a mole beetle matriarch, but they they are also in some cover right now. They they're kind of okay. Like, um, kind of shrubbery. So, Up to you. if you want to take a shot, you can.
4: Yeah, yeah, I'll take a pot shot at the the one closest to me, which I guess would be the one that's closest
1: to Danf. Uh, yeah, from the vehicle. I don't know if you'd be able to see that one. Um, OK, from from where you're so at. So would but, I just be able to see the giant one? You said, yeah, well, that one is a lot taller than these other. Small, gotcha, uh,
4: gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so. All right. <laughs> Natural two is not going to do it. <laughs>
1: I'm glad we we yes.
4: de- deliberate over that one.
1: Okay, we're on to some all turns. turns. Did I roll for initiative? We are second in the turn order. I'm uh, gonna eat a stamped panatil. I'm gonna eat a prey deer. I'm gonna eat all you guys. I mean, okay, yeah. Uh, th- these uh, these mobiles are gonna gonna move right in and start snacking. A couple attacks against Stamp's Panatil. First things first. Oh, oh wow. Stamp. I rolled the same thing as I did in the initiative. A 15 on one dice and a one on the <laughs> other. The one is going to be a miss, believe it or not. I don't know if you guys know this, but that is Good. oftentimes Good. a miss. <laughs> Sorry. I need to open up another. I, have, I thought I had mobiles in my notes, but they're not in my notes, guys stamp takes a beetle attack stamps not got that much hp he's going down remember these small beetles do um not insignificant amount of damage to d6 so whoop, whoop. hey Stamp's still good he's taking minimum damage from a claw and cause i was like aha they 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 come for us <laughs> the bull beetles have returned everyone <laughs> Quickly down into the hole, shirt. <laughs> sure. Redacted. We need you. Um, let's see. Two attacks coming to prey dear. Here we go, Tyler. Mole beetle attacks. Oh my god! <laughs> what? what? I've I've broken uh, roll
2: twenty. Okay. Yeah. All I rolled right. a fifteen and a natural one again. <laughs> you need to log. You need to log out and shut down and <laughs> come on back when you're what? when you want to when you. What is the I, what are the odds of that? <laughs> Are you, are you are you
1: uh well good good news is long one long. of these is a a hit <laughs> the natural one still a miss uh, i don't know if you know this So gonna be a miss uh a lot more damage here on praetir though six points of slashing damage ow okay slashing damage yes okay and last but not least a single attack against still. Be a 15. Yeah, I guess I it's going to be a 15, right? Dare you. No, it's a 10 on the dice. <laughs> what is your KAC? 13. 13. That is just a hit. Ah! Just a hit for six points of slashing damage. That's the little mole beetles turn, and we are on to either Jamfram or Asher and Sky, both rolled same on the initiative. Asher, you do? go right ahead. Rock, okay. paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors.
0: <laughs> doesn't matter. I'm going to use two uh, move actions to get down in the hole using my rope that I've already put down the hole oh, and yeah. uh, to be in flanking position with Prairie although I'm guessing Prairie doesn't have a weapon and therefore is not helping me <laughs> flank. You're correct. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. I mean, well.
0: if I can get all the way to where I can flank with Stamp, I'd be willing to do so, but I doubt that I can get all that way.
1: I, th- I think if you're rappelling down, yes, you will need to make a simple athletics check to, to rappel down the the rope that quickly and not fall.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's like a flat,
1: like DC five, basically. So pretty, pretty simple. one.
0: Oh, I succeed.
1: <laughs> yes. Good. Okay. So you're down there. Yeah. You can get with stamp panatil. I don't, I mean, he, he's a he's a he's a brawling looking dude. He's a pretty burly looking dude, but he also carries with him a uh, a a blaster jam from swimming in the puddle. What you got? Oh, boy. Let's see here. I'm going to swim out of the
2: puddle. And I think if I want to do this, I've sort of got to go through this, guys. I oh no, I guess I guess I could do it coming just out of the water and coming over one step. But I'm going to attempt to flank with the one. That's uh, uh, menacing, my friend Stamp Panatel. Don't worry, Stamp. We're turning the flank on these guys. Asher and Sky <laughs> and jump from all turning the flanks. So All
1: teamwork. I, I think it is a bit of a hole here. So to get up out of there, you will also need to make a climb check, an athletics climb check. Yuck. But this is a pretty simple one as well. Okay. All uh, right that'll do 12 okay. on the dice so that's a yeah, 12 on the dice so that's a 18. Oh that'll definitely do <laughs> definitely do so that that you're you guys are both double flank of a stamp Fanatel <laughs> that's what's happening yeah. You're, yeah. you're saving him up for for And
2: <laughs> I mean he's the one I could reach the most easily yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> and ooh, let's see I think I'm going to pull up my long sword for this one and so, because these are these don't look like undead. These aren't the, the exact same mole beetles
1: that we beat up before. And <laughs> came <back as> undead. <laughs> We're right? back. We want vengeance. <laughs> we want revengeance cheater, from cheater, cheater, the grave. cheater, cheater. teeter teeter cheater, cheater. Yeah, no, these are alive. Just regular, <laughs> regular unleaded <with laughs> mole beetles that <laughs> I rolled. Unleaded. What'd you get? What's Twelve is what I rolled. Twelve is what you rolled against. KAC is a hit. That's right oh good Woohoo, yes so thank goodness uh seven points of slashing just reminder you you fought these guys in like episode two and you like destroy them in like one round uh, uh seven points slash damage that is one dead mobile oh my goodness gracious yeah one one down They were a lot scarier Five before d- <laughs> there's still a big big one in the bushes here. oh yeah yeah oh Pradier, you're wrong, next in baby. the turn order Tyler just surrounded my bull beetles.
2: <laughs> yeah. Am I? Okay. Well, what, what would I have to roll? What, what, would a, what would a person have to roll to know or remember if these things can be affected by my defecting effects? Life science.
1: Okay. But I think you tried it in episode two. <laughs> I don't think it yeah. worked.
2: <laughs> I don't think it worked either.
1: But if you want to roll and I can tell you, yeah, you know, a couple things about the old mindless mole beetles. And indeed, one of the things I think, well, what would you like to know about them? You've rolled hot enough to dictate if you'd like.
2: No, I, why, 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 I choose for you to tell me something that seems okay. applicable in the current situation. Well, I'm going to tell you something
1: they're most likely going to do on their next turn, which is they have an ability called aversion feeding where they expel their lumpy sharp stomach out of their mouth into adjacent squares and the feeding hooks kind of dig into everyone adjacent and can cause bleeding damage the bleeding condition from the this, this reminds me a, of a
3: relative a, but i don't know
1: <laughs> who. he's huh. not invited back to thanksgiving <laughs> aversion feeding is the, <laughs> the ability yeah like you, a, come, a,
2: you uh you invert your stomach onto my thanksgiving turkey and You've lost yourself a future invite, friend.
3: You invert your <laughs> stomach one time at a family gathering and it's just done.
2: Listen, if it's on your own plate, I'm not here to judge folks for for what they have to go through in life, you know, but you take the whole turkey, you know, it's going on you. Okay. Do NPCs have stamina points? Typically no. Sorry, Stamp, I can't help you. Whooby. boy. Ooh, boy. Uh, all right. Oh, boy. I mean, how many attacks of opportunity would I be taken here?
1: Well, if you just S- move, so uh,
2: many uh, towards Jamfrom too. Ugh. But that would let Stamp get out of here. He needs to run away for sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to run behind. I'm going to try to run behind Jamfrom as a move action.
1: All right. Uh, that is going to provoke two attacks of opportunity. Let's do it.
2: Yeah. Here comes, here comes a real painful situation.
1: The, 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 the I've I've shifted 15 and 1 to 19 and 4 on these two attacks. The 19 is a super hit, so there's nothing special, unfortunately, on their claw attack. So this is just another hit, another D6.
2: All right. Two
1: points of damage, minimum damage. And I'm out of stamina. All right. And you're out of the thick of it. What would you like to do with your
2: standard? Well, since they are mindless, kind of doesn't leave me with a lot of options. A lot of mindless We did determine. We did determine, we did determine that that injury echo still works, though, because it's not mind affecting. That is correct. We'll All right. Well, let's just do that then. Let's just throw an injury echo at at this. I don't know uh, the one in front of Yam from the one closest to me. Whoop.
1: Why Are you pronouncing it? <laughs> like a soft? Why? from? <laughs> he has done that yeah. every
3: episode this season. I am f- I'm from Sweden. I'm yam, Yamfram.
2: I don't know. Jamfrom
3: is hard for me to say. Jamfrom
2: Hoppalschwitz.
3: <laughs> but it does. It, I mean, an, an elfin dude would, would pronounce it in a, like a hoity-toity word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah.
1: Yamfram. Yam
2: oh, Yamfram. It's actually Jamfrom
1: Every morning I'd like to go for a three-mile jog. <laughs> the new thing called a Uh
2: The elves do not say the word jog either. That's not in there. Uh, Alright, I gotta make a will save for my beautiful... DC baby. 13.
1: Oh. Ooh, okay, right? well...
2: Is it 13?
1: Got good news for you. This is just a straight D20. So, oh, yeah, that's a fail. Nice. Four, four. four points of... I don't know, bludgeoning. Four points of bludgeoning. Got it. That... It's gonna take us to Zilix Fell.
3: Um, did we see these things before we came down? I can't remember whether I would have had my weapon drawn at this point or not. Nope, no. they kinda of popped
1: out of the ground, unfortunately. Alright,
3: well then my weapon appears in my hand. My my good old sword. Uh,
1: bloop, 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 bloop.
3: uh Transformer sound effect. And let's take a swing. A swang. a swung? A swing. Let's take a swang. A swang? A swang?
1: 18 on the dice that's that one very dead mole beetle max damage too catch <laughs> gotcha. out yeah see how easy this combat's gonna be don't worry about this it made giant a crunchy sound don't worry about this giant mole beetle that's moving into combat this turn i don't like it Whoop. We're just gonna go right over here flank on I don't assurance Sky. <laughs> assurance guy I, I honestly i forgot <laughs> it's been so long i prepped this i don't remember what this thing does lie. You and sky
0: haven't even hit anything they just it's, stood next to it.
1: it this is literally just like a big you know i'm looking at the stats now it's gonna try and bite your head off though that's the thing it seems like that's something it's gonna do shoot bite attack shown 16 on the dice as i hit Oh, Four. oh my gosh really it's, it's still a d6, so it's got a little more oomph behind it though. Uh, eight points of piercing damage as this thing comes down, maybe chomps on your your shoulder, gets a, a good good hunk of meat and starts going big old mole beetle. That's its full turn. Uh, Stamp Panatil is going to, hmm, I think he'll he'll provoke an attack of opportunity. He's going to move back as well.
2: Run, Stampf.
1: Yeah, no, these mobiles aren't hitting him. (laughs) Rolled a three there, so he's gonna move straight back and be like, "Uh, It's time that we can take these things down! He's gonna make a Lace Pistol attack against this one that you've already hit here. Raidier with your your magical ability. And 8 on the dice, believe it or not, against EAC. That is just a hit for stamp. Oh, wow. And that is a D4, is that right? Oh yeah, that that's a third dead mobito. I'd have to remember. Stamps like, "Don't worry. Get behind me, everyone. I'll hold them back." <laughs> 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 uh, Step <Stampetto>, geologist adventurer.
2: D age terrace 4. <laughs>
1: this costs $30 million of the budget to do. <laughs> We're good at making money. It's oh. definitely not going to be a huge flop. <laughs> but All a right.
3: timely joke by the time this episode comes out.
1: It's probably still going to be in theater by the time this comes out. I'm hoping to actually see it in theater. Probably not in IMAX, but. So oh, it's pretty fun. Yeah, no, I've heard it's like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> Great reviews. It's, like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that means Stellar. we are on, that's the end of turn one, On to Redacted at the top of turn two, still at the top. Ooh, the hill. What would you like to do, Mouse?
4: Yeah, uh, Redacted is, is still kind of looking at things, not loving his,
1: <laughs> or
4: uh, his. Uh, Redacted is not loving is the options that Redacted has. So Redacted is just going to take another shot at the giant mole
1: beetle. You could drive right off this cliff right now and, and be the hero miles. going to. Yeah. Take a shot. of' will be there. All right. The big, big beetle. Yeah. Big bad beetle borg. No, no, no. Yes. Oh, 19. <laughs> that is even with a little bit of cover, that is uh, definitely going to be a hit and max damage four points of fire damage. Okay, that's the first hit on the Mole Beetle who lets out a screech of... <laughs> uh, In the Mole Beetle, didn't see me. Fire damage. I mean, it can, like, peak up uh, a little bit, but not really, not super well. You've got pretty good cover from it, but, you know, we'll, we'll see how this turn shakes out. You might be able to see it really well very soon. <laughs> uh, that's uh, We've got two more of the small Mole Beetles whose turn it is now. This one's going to... Hmm. Well, there's not a lot of not a lot of good targets by these two guys. They both have to move, unless they would just want to attack Asher and Sky. This one is going to take a pretty quick route here. And I said I was gonna do it, so I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna use a Eversion feeding. And this mole beetle is going to expel its lumpy stomach into an adjacent square. And creatures adjacent must make. A reflex saving throw so that's gonna be uh, it's expelling its sack next to prey Jamfrom and stamp panatil can the three of you make me a reflex save and i guess by the three of you i'm also talking about myself stamp <laughs> uh, oh stamp is okay i've rolled a seven. Oh no jam rolled poorly Oh, no. Oh, hey, Praetor rolled poorly as well, but it's got a pretty good reflex uh, bonus here. So this this aversion feeding goes off. It is DC eight. (laughs) It's a fairly (laughs) simple one. But unfortunately, yeah, that is a a fail from Jamfram who's taken a 1d4 bleed damage. How will you survive? (laughs) How will you survive this turn? Uh, This other mole beetle is going to stay where it's at and uh, attack Asher and Sky. Single attack. Blam. Six on the dice. I don't think that's going to hit against KAC. Even flanking, which means it's your turn, Rebecca. Fight back. You've got the big, (sighs) big bad beetle (laughs) on you as well as one of the baby ones.
0: I do have max EP, though, right now.
1: I I fall right into your trap.
0: (laughs) Indeed. I think I think I'm going to turn toward Mama Beetle and double boost my attack and take a strike. 21 to hit? Max damage on the dice.
1: Yeah, definitely a hit. And how much damage is this?
0: Eight damage total. Eight damage total.
1: Uh, that is enough to bloody mama bull Oh, redacted shot. That's pretty good. Nice. Um, yeah. So Sorry redacted. She's not going to climb up <laughs> the crater and like try and fight your car. <laughs> I think I think we're just going to kill Asher and Sky. That's going to be easier. Um, all right. So that's that's your full turn jam from uh, one of these things has come up to you um, expelled its stomach and, and got its its little barbs into your legs here. Oof. What would you like to do? Uh let's see. Uh I guess I guess I'm just gonna hit it with my sword. Uh, can I, I apologize. Uh, can just you can you remember what the what the barbs did? Bleed me, bleeding bleed. damage. Yeah, yeah, so you take the list amount of damage at the oh it's at the beginning of each of your turns. Yes. And until you get a medicine check as a standard action or something applies some HP back to you. You mm-hmm. can. So uh do you want me to roll that? I can roll that. Yeah, yeah, correct two point of bleed damage okay so i take two and uh well i'm just gonna i'm gonna chop it i'm gonna make it give it some bleed damage if i can
2: worm of uh, death
1: bleed from your head oh i've only oh, three Well, yep. dice. That's, that's a mess. life so it work <laughs> is that what you're doing single standard attack
2: uh
1: move action i mean no
2: I do not i I d I don't I don't
1: know of any I, I don't know, I've been playing too much Pathfinder Second Edition. I don't know what move <laughs> actions are in this game. You can step step back if you if you want. I guess I yeah, I guess I could prevent him from making two attacks. I'll step yeah. next to Praetier. Don't worry, Praetir. Protect me. <laughs> Praetier, we're on to you. I, I really like how you guys are like near one another in like the turn order. <laughs> it's uh, making it a lot easier. Uh, so you just step right next to Praetier and now it's your turn.
2: I'm stepping back behind you. Jam from.
1: <laughs> Thank you for hard jing me. Yeah, Night, no, Tyler. Nah, Yeah,
2: when I'm in Need character, that hard I'm j. still gonna, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna it. But oh, okay. if it's just me chatting, there's no reason for most.
1: Yeah, and that's how we know. That's how we know if you're in character or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's you. Don't, you don't do voices. Oh, like you this. just. It's just the j sound.
2: This is the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh come on, Tyler. Uh let's bless the otter Oh, uh, the otter gets back four stamina points all right, so. and you have a five foot land speed enhancement for one round oh well,
1: i'm gonna use it to i don't know <laughs> five foot step
2: back it's probably not gonna happen <laughs> but that's okay
1: okay all right that is going to bring us to zil there's still a couple of these small things small mole beetles drew and then there's one big bad mole beetle
3: uh, you see Zilix's sword dissipate and <gasps> a, a laser rifle appear in his hands, and he is going to <gasps> attack the mole beetle that is flanking with Asher and Sky.
1: Switching
2: up so so quickly to range combat, rooted in the bitey parts. Good shot, really good shot. Oh,
1: what'd you get? That's a fourteen against EAC. That is a hit and max damage again. Zilix can't be stumped i don't understand it this thing is still alive but hanging on by a thread oh. hanging on by a thread drew that's insulting and it's its turn it's now mama mo beetle mama beetle <laughs> mama mo beetle. beetle i don't think i want
2: oh, it. to see it, it's not roaring it's just trying to eat a meatball i see I I think we got
1: a double attack. Give give Rebecca what she wants. All the EP back. All the time. Two attacks. What is this with negatives? Okay, there's a little blue. There's a little bonus on here. Two D20s coming at you. Ooh, a 13 and a 14. What is your KAC, Rebecca?
0: It is 14. Two hits coming at you again. Oh gosh.
1: This is 17 points of damage total how is asher and sky doing
0: so does that count as two attacks
1: you got some uh yes it is two two attacks two hits so but it's just i guess the first one is how much total first one's nine second one is eight 17
0: okay one sec one sec one sec
1: some math involved yeah
0: i'm okay but i also am max on ep again yay
1: Okay, all right. Asher's, Asher is doing what she, uh, should have done, which is just been the, the bait for all these mole beetles <laughs> tied to a rope. That is <laughs> the mama mole beetle's turn. Stamp panatil is going to take two shots. He's got a little bit of a bonus here. Oh, my goodness. Stamp panatil. Oh, Stamp he's cracked. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, the first one's going to this little guy here. I guess they're both going because it's not killing this thing with a D4. But that is... Definitely gonna be enough with this crit to murder this mole beetle that's in front of Jam from Max
2: damage cosmic yeah. crit.
1: Oh yeah, it is a cosmic crit and uh <laughs> it seems like a weird one to give a fan shout out to, but you know how uh, we do here, that's how we do. Wow. Stamp Penatil, uh, Sam Pantle, uh n- new six member of the party?
0: Yeah, what? I think Stamp needs a nickname. He's like Stamp the Mole Beetle Killer or something.
2: Stamp's already in this one combat done more damage than Praetir has done so far <laughs> in the entire campaign. I'm being put to shame over here.
1: Uh, Noah C., thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. This crit goes out to you. I would pull a card, but uh, I, think, uh, I think this damage speaks for itself. He just burns two holes clear through this mole beetle's head and then he obviously brings the the barrel of his lace pistol to its mouth and blows on just got to cool this bad boy down it's too hot. <laughs> uh redacted we are on to you ter- top of turn 3 There's still a couple of these mole beetles. Yes,
4: redacted will let's see. I think redacted will take another shot at the single the big mole beetle. Single
1: attack, go right ahead.
4: Uh, It's 16.
1: Oh yes, but minimum. Yeah, damage. Oh, still up, the mobile still up. And up, the little baby mobile gets a turn, which means, oh, I'm so sorry, Asher and Sky, it's coming right for you. Two attacks, two baby attacks. Well, one is a miss and one is a hit. Four points of slashing damage as this one claws at you from behind. You are maxed out on AP, and it's your turn, Rebecca.
0: All right. Uh, I'm going to continue striking at the Mama Mole Beetle, and I'm going to double boost my attack again. Okay. Go right ahead. Ooh. 18 to hit.
1: Way overkill. Mama Mole Beetle had one hit point left. You... Woo! chop her head right off of her body. <laughs> Kaka! There is still a mole beetle left. And Jam from, it is your turn. Oh, I'm going to. And you've got a movement. <laughs> I beat that mole right now. <laughs> Yay, I can do it. I've got enough move speed
3: with my enhancements.
1: <laughs> do, do you want to flank with. The, yeah, i am to flank. All right, this is the last mole beetle, it's not long for this world. I can beat Well, Jesus. <laughs> 10. I rolled a 10 to attack. With Flanking, is a hit. Once my <laughs> uh, Okay. Cr one third, <laughs> mole. Beat. Right. Yes. So, <laughs> right. Uh, how is this? This is a lot of damage. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that is. <laughs> I was right. My prediction is very dead, and we are very much out of combat. <laughs> Stamp Panatil, You know, claps you on the back. Praetor is like, ha We survived yet again. Uh, these these things uh, popping up every couple months. Aren't gonna be that much of a problem, not when Stamp Penitil's around.
2: <laughs> you are a surprisingly good shot for a geologist.
1: Well, I mean, adventure first and foremost. I really put myself out there. You know, I had to uh, say goodbye to the family to to come out here to uh, to the Waidana system. But the the opportunities are are too much for me. Jam from yeah. You want to go back down there and for a swim? I'm, I'm willing to join you this time and see what kind of mica we're dealing with here on this granite surface. Yoo-hoo, let's splash. go! Splish. splish splash. <laughs> splish. Uh, yeah, I splish in. You splish in or you splash in? I'm both. I'm first, well, first one and then the other. I think Olympic swimmers or divers are splishers. They're more like splishers. Someone with my body type were more of a splash generator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, splash to the max. <laughs> Splish? Splash? Alright, so you're, you're down in the pool here, and what you were looking at, there's an area that seems to shine brighter, and indeed, you notice what looks like a kabachon, uh, a, a, a polished yellow stone embedded in the, the wall here. Some indeed. sort of a chocobo. I had to Google how <laughs> this word was uh, pronounced because I've never seen it before. <laughs> it's a yellow cabachon and this is a, a magical item. <gasps> does anybody want to make a mysticism check see if you figure out exactly what this does? Cause this is this is an Aeon stone of some sort. Ooh, and sky. Figured it out immediately. Indeed, this yellow cabachon is exactly what it sounds like. Yellow cabachon. I've put it in the loot pile here. This is a, a bright yellow Capuchon Aeon Stone. It's a level four magical rock that gives you a bonus to culture checks to decipher exotic, intricate, or very old writing, but also allows you to cast comprehend languages. It's a first Ooh, level spell.
0: That's pretty nice. That's and pretty. also we've been finding all these like runes and weird languages. Would it help with that?
1: Well, it I mean If you make that culture check, you get a plus four bonus. This down here, once you get into the the water surface, I think i from saw this last week. Indeed, the sides of this area down here could not have been produced by machine. They're too smooth, too like perfectly symmetrical and like curved. Uh, You're pretty sure this is some kind of bit of structure that was created very similar in the way to the the stone needle and the the rock fragment that you found beneath the the, the colony so there there is writing here it is way too faded to uh, like get a read on it the the other the stone needle and and the one that was buried were in much better order but you can tell this is probably done the same way or perhaps has the same purpose uh, as, as these other rocks that you've, you've found what exactly that is. Oh, you're not sure. Stamp Panatel can confirm though, that this, this rock here is, um, had to have been, you know, like mined or, or brought from perhaps the mountain range. And, and just like the stone needle is, is odd to see it that far away from it. Probably like, you know, 30 miles away from the mountains, beginning of the mountains. So that's what you find in the sinkhole.
0: So I take it as like very, very heavy and large. Do we have any any indication of how old these things are? Have we already covered that? Maybe we have.
1: I don't think there's been any kind of like scientific dating done to them, but at least by the the weathering that you saw on the stone needle, which you have to imagine was open to the elements, hundreds of years old at the at the bare minimum. But who? Or what created them? Don't know. And Not.
0: potentially carried them for thirty miles, right? Like that's a
1: well for the stone needle, much further. Um, that's probably um, hundred miles or so from the from the nearest similar rock source, which is why it was odd. Oh, right. So, uh, Staff Panatel, yeah, thanks you for for having him come out. He's he's saying he's going to get some some rock samples here, and you know, uh, he's like, ah, this, this is really. It was good to uh, be part of the team. I feel like you guys have been ignoring me the last couple of months on my <laughs> demands to set up some some advanced geolocating sites in the the mountain ranges. But uh, I, I've had some of the other surveyors and stuff helping me out, so I understand your your main focus is on expansion for the colony, and I'm I'm here to support that. I, I signed up with with the team here because that's what I want to do. I want to get out there and expand with you. Find find some some great mineral deposits and make a little money, make a little, oh, little credits. Don't, don't worry, oh, stamp. It's just
3: because we didn't like you.
1: Oh, ha, ha, that's the that's the Zilix charm. uh You know, I'm gonna lie. I didn't like you guys that much either. Yeah, kind of kind of got your your heads uh, held up a, a bit too high for me. And but you know, now that I've I'm, 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 I've spent this time with you, you're right. You're right by me. You're right in my book. <laughs> stamp Penatil out. That's how he ends every conversation, by the way. Yeah. Stamp Panatum out. Oh. Later stamp from.
3: <laughs> Sorry. I, right there, I, I think that's stamp him.
1: <laughs> All right. So uh, you guys were on your way to finish off getting the last of the golden blooms transported back to town. And after you, you get out of the, the sinkhole, uh, you can do just that with, with, Stamp Panetil maybe coming along for, for the ride. And yeah, maybe takes a, a few more days to get the, the last of them back to the colony. But hey, Tayeta meets you each time you do and, and she's 3D printed a, a bunch of, of potted planters. And you know, they're, they're huge. They're probably like two feet across for for each of them. And they, they have set up a large wood and, and plastic sheeted Humidity controlled, temperature controlled tent for these golden blooms. Otherwise, just the, with the the changing of the seasons, it getting really kind of brutally hot. They w- they would die in, in the sunlight. And and when when you bring back the last of them, Tayeta says, "Oh well, thank you so much for the assist on this. Uh, you know, I know I know how Tharia was a little negative on this expenditure of your your time, but I, I think we've done some good. And I, I've I've Well, I've sent out communiques to the other colonies about these these blooms, and it seems like my suspicion was right, for these plants seem to be increasingly rare, and they might only bloom once every seven years. They're on a a bit of a cyclical nature, so I've already heard back from some interested parties, so expect our, our hard work to pay off sooner rather than later, everyone. That is
2: excellent news. Thank you, Toyota. Yes, we were very happy to help, and we're glad to hear that the, these plans will find good homes.
0: We should organize a drum circle to help encourage their growth and I, ours. I,
1: I didn't I didn't know that was like I' did, I guess I just haven't realized that that's like sky's vibe here. <laughs> I don't think that's how they work, but i'm 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 all for it. It's a fish concert uh, but t-
4: take two. What, what what did you say, Drew? And
3: I was going to give take two to Miles because I think it was going to be funnier.
4: <laughs> oh, I just said I didn't realize that we were <laughs> going to be attending a fish concert.
1: No, I want to hear what Drew had to say. <laughs> it's been their vibe since the ship. Oh, well, look. Yeah. You're All right. right. It wasn't a joke. Vibe. But, uh, <laughs> is, is that a joke? Does that, does that <laughs> have to do with your elementary school, Drew?
3: No. That, that, a, that, that <laughs> was a joke from before the show. What? This is a failure. Anyway.
1: Okay. Lost. Rangers, roll out. <laughs> 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 we're, we're back to the the map here because we are we are finishing up the third month of colony time. And this month you have a little less time to explore because of the golden bloom. And also this is, back back and and forth. Forth. this is also one of the months that ends. It's like the 28 day month. February, so (laughs) I have fewer days to do the business. (laughs) I, you know, I I mean, when we're recording this, I think it 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 matches up pretty well. I think this is like the July for the planet, so it is is getting very hot. (laughs) But you guys have, and August will line up with August of twenty (laughs) twenty (laughs) four. You guys have a couple of more squares that you can uh, fully mark in and explore. Um, What are you thinking? You've already. Gone all the way to the south, to the to the Inner Sea region, and explored up until the Golden Blooms. What do you What do you think you want to do next?
0: Well, we missed a couple of hexes in between the Stone Needle mm-hmm. and Golden Bloom and the quarry thing, or whatever. Yeah, I feel like I, I the agree. Meteorite?
3: We should We should go after those. those in
1: yeah, yeah. Sort of secure our our flank, as it were. Yeah, there's not like a big, a don't know, a giant, let's say a giant stag bear that like lurks in yawn forests or whatever.
0: Yeah, threatening the center of our Mm -hmm.
1: dominion. Well, I I have rolled a a random encounter for you guys, but if you're tooling around in your vehicle, you're just like on safari and and drive past these things. So you don't have to worry too much about them. But I think if they're not given time in the show, they should be at least shown for, for what they are they are uh, <laughs> it's uh it, it is certainly a piece of piezo art that they they commissioned let me let me find it sorry <laughs> I'm, I'm really hyping this up but <laughs> just because I think it's it's one of the ugliest creatures has <laughs> been put into this game there's a lot of fun animals on this planet though and I do like kind of show them all off you, you found stag bears shell toads, Spider goats, get ready for the Lynx acute. Look at this.
2: Guy. Oh, yeah. no,
0: <laughs> It's oh. like a, a oh.
3: mountain
0: lion with a, a rat face, like yeah, a badger
3: a, face, maybe. No, it's, it's, a, it's a, just a, a rat face, it it's, has a
0: rat face, it's almost
2: yeah. a beak. Yeah, yeah, it does, honestly, it's it's so or, or well. just very, very bad mange.
1: It's it's real
0: <laughs> on its, its so face bad. exclusively. Yeah, <laughs> is, it,
2: is it supposed to be like in a a in a goody or something maybe maybe like one of those like big it, one of those big big rats
3: it looks like it's got some kind of chicken legs on the back legs but
0: no mm. those are like rat legs it's got yeah, rat th- legs I, I, yeah, and a rat face but the rest of it is a lynx <laughs> it's a
3: chimera but it's just a rat and a lynx yeah <laughs> that's right and, what? it's like and yeah, it, was, it
1: was when when, when shout tucker got really really lazy for like a yeah. month
2: and uh, claws are hard, so we just have exacto blades as toes.
4: <laughs> it does. It's got some <laughs>
3: art,
2: some big old sharpie. Sharpie like. Balls. I mean, you're right.
0: they're they're just they're just they're box cutters. They're box cutters. Box cutters. <laughs> they're box cutters. They
2: absolute box cutters for
1: toes. I'm not buying this art, Patrick. I I, I, I wanted to show it off. I I, I just think he's kind of ugly. I don't think it's bad art, but I uh, yeah. Why don't you why don't you if you guys want make a uh, a life science check. You know you're observing these things in their their natural environment as you are whipping through driving through so not really any real danger
0: do we need to be trained for these oh, trained yeah, only skills? Uh, life
1: science yeah. Yeah. yes typically yeah but i think i think zillic Stell is you got a pretty good role and you got a pretty good bonus here drew is that is that what i'm seeing zillic oh,
0: yes
2: Zilux has actually kept these as exotic pets
0: <laughs>
3: Well, you, you do find... I had one of these when I was a child.
0: He's offended that we're all making fun of it. It didn't grow this big, <laughs> but it was still...
1: My people find this cute. Yeah, I mean, these probably do remind I you of some I did get cut by creatures. his exacto blade knives. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does remind you of some creatures in the, the swamps of your, your home world. Um, Dagobano? What was the name of the planet? But I, I think... Over the course of these these last few weeks, you are able to observe like a, a small group of them that seem like they're not doing so well. Maybe you, you see like a a very malnourished looking one and can can notice that they do seem to be their, their primary food source is a, a tree-bearing long-eared sloth that uh, we've also not seen before, but unfortunately I don't have art for. And uh, so then we can they, we
3: can get rid of these sloths. Feed all the sloths to these creatures, and they'll be our, come on, friends, much like the friends that I made back home.
1: Well, y- y- you see a, a group of these, these Lynx acutes not doing so well. And with that role, that life science check, you do realize that you could potentially try to lure them towards a, a greater food source, a, a part of the, the forest here that doesn't seem to have any of these creatures and, and perhaps wouldn't have another natural predator for the lynx acute itself but um perhaps can can help ease up the the food chain do you want to is that something you think you'd be willing to do in in your free time while while you guys are you know exploring driving back and forth hey lynx a lynx lynx hey lynx ecute lynx ecute lynx good. it's probably be like you know trapping them and potentially trying to relocate or or, or luring them out luring them out of their their Territory and trying to get them to where there's more food.
2: And that seems like a uh,
1: pretty useful. I mean, a, a, a reasonable use of our time. Barely, barely an inconvenience as, as far as <laughs> once again, it's like weeks of time that you have to, to kill here while you're while you're exploring. If you guys are interested as a as a group doing this, uh, it will just require a survival check. Ooh, I've got some. I also have some. Uh, but don't worry, I'll roll single digits. So no, no, I rolled an eleven. So uh, fifteen, single digits. Yeah, I think between you, if one of you wants to to aid the other, you can figure out how to lay like a a string of food through the forest, like your Hansel and Gretel. You know, just luring them closer and closer. Maybe like like once per day, just like put food just in their scent zone of that that massive snoot that they have and, and lure them with some, some bait. And uh, yeah, you, you, you see um, towards the end of the week of uh, you doing this, that they is not just a couple of lynx acutes, but seems like a small family as there's a bunch of little juveniles that follow along and, and seem to be moving the pack ah, to, we have some to this, to this, I don't this know. Area. I,
0: I was thinking lynx acutes,
1: Oh, yeah! Well, now I want cute art of them. We commission <laughs> <know>. art. <laughs> oh, no,
3: never gonna, no, cute art. All right, Discord, <laughs> <laughs> make some cute linksy cute linksy. What are they called? Linksy <laughs> cute. Linksy cute. Linksy Make some
1: cutes. Like, make some linksy cutes. Yeah. Little, little linksy boots.
2: Linksy boots. Yeah, I like that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, believe it or not, there is a i'm just looking at this random encounter there is a a reward for this because you come back like a week later maybe check on them and it seems like they've drawn (laughs) out just like left a big pile of dead like (laughs) here stop stop reading the the texture It is (laughs) the remains of what looks like a huge bird that they've kind of left along the the driving path that you you take <laughs> right, right in, right in the middle. They just they, they brought us a dead bird. <laughs> yes. Oh that's, boy! That's it, 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 it's what uh, is entwined around one of this uh, bird's of kind talons <laughs> that uh, might be of interest to you, as there is a there's an item there, a like a, a trip wire kind of thing right around its its leg. This Very is a mark. Mark one warning wire. Ooh, I'll put this in the the chat as well. This is a a technological item that is 50 feet of invisible wire that uh, is is spooled around a metal cylinder and it can be unspooled when activated and basically becomes like a, a trip wire. And. Can I hook it up to an alarm or something you can hook it up to valuable longings or across a doorway and when activated moved or touched, it emits a piercing alarm Ooh! you can set it to <clears throat> silently like communicate with your your armor or comm unit or something instead but this is it's pretty wow this is a pretty expensive item but uh, it's a level four tech item that costs two thousand Credits. So someone's pretty unhappy that this bird made away with there. <laughs> 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 but so you know, you and the Lynxicutes that you have a little bit of a uh, a bond now. Oh, good.
2: And yeah, I'm they trust food. us. Oh. So if food runs low in the colony. Oh, you, you don't, don't want to eat, eat things. Things eats. These, these things. These things are gross. Desperate times. <laughs> this, the, their bones
1: are just are just <laughs> more razor blades.
2: <laughs> uh, the bones are oh, their money. No, it's entire skeletal <laughs> structures, <laughs> box knives, and yeah. uh, it's not good. Right, so we're we're
1: back to colony, uh, some downtime at the end of the third month of you guys being here. And It is during these long, sticky summer months that pass on New Galerion that the the colony takes submissions and and puts it to a vote of, of what the colony's name is going to be. Took a while to figure this one out, but we finally got the name for the colony, the winning submission submitted by... Uh, Katana Kamikaze, who is now both a colonist and one of the critter because this is the winner of our "Name the Colony" fan challenge. Mm. Uh, oh. I, don't know, I don't know if you guys remember we were doing this last month, but uh, <laughs> we go. Both in universe and and I guess in our universe, <laughs> this is now going to be called Viridian Colony. I think this was some of your guys' favorite submissions as well Sounds very
0: green uh, Where's Brock? Makes sense
2: (laughs) It makes sense
1: Ah,
0: Drew
2: continuing the Whatever it is he's doing
1: (laughs) Whatever it is
4: Drew
0: Once again, when you say Brock I think Adventure Brothers That's my first thought But I'm assuming you mean Pokemon Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This, this Pokemon, is, you think Venture Brothers, Miles and I. By the
0: way, there is probably a Pokemon that is half Link's, half Rat, right?
2: Oh, well,
1: certainly. Yeah. Half yes. links. I mean, there, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of Rat Pokemon. This got over half of the the votes for the, of the final, the a big winner. Second place uh, was Welcome to, you. Welcome to. You. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoyed. <laughs> I did too
2: uh, Welcome to Colony At least we didn't get
3: <laughs> Colony McColony face Or something <laughs> like that oh, yeah. uh, I'm surprised
1: wel- we didn't Welcome to, I would have pronounced Welcometto <laughs> Oh no You're here at Welcometto Welcometto <laughs> <'Cause it's like, laughs> But no, Ver- Veridian is, is the name A lot of
2: Italian this episode And
1: indeed After a few weeks There are some meetings set up on your calendar Um Ezran Shire says that uh, there are two other colonies' representatives coming to potentially barter for the Golden Blooms. Ooh. For some Golden Blooms, right? Not the source of the Golden Bloom. Oh, no. For the Golden Blooms that you guys have collected. Indeed, one is from the Charter of Nightwood. Another from Zanilia. And... What the,
0: do they wow, know that are, we don't know?
1: Those are way south. Yeah, both on the the southern continent, right next to each other in 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 where would be Garund on on the old Galerion map. The jungles of kind of the Mwangi expanse. Then further along the the southern southeastern coast is is Zanilia. So they they're neighboring uh just like you guys are with little axion which we've not really met yet but yeah they each send members i mean traveling via hovercraft is still like hours and hours to fly to little old viridian colony <laughs> and take a look at the blooms and then maybe make some some offers the the first vehicle to arrive is a very large kind of organic looking starship and coming off the the, the down ramp here to to meet you is a a female kasathan, and behind them, a very large blue bear standing behind her, perhaps weapons on on his back. She introduces herself as I am I am Tenas Petal Spirit, and this is my traveling companion. He he psychically talks into your mind. I am. Win of the Hexen Way, (laughs) what is up? This is my cameo for (laughs) season five. (laughs) Tenos says, uh, we we come bearing greetings from Nightwood. We are of the Xeno Wardens and are our charter's chief botanists amongst the colony. And we have come to represent our our team and, and spearhead a conservation effort. We've heard of your golden blooms and we do not want them to die off. We we would like to, to take a look at, at them and perhaps see how you have treated them, if that is acceptable to you.
2: Yes, you are our chief biologist and caretaker of the golden blooms can be made available to you and uh, we welcome you to observe how they are faring in the greenhouses created to keep them healthy.
1: Miles, what was Redacted think about a, another psychic speaking character? A blue bear. How preposterous,
4: huh? Oh, absolutely. I think that Redacted is somewhat intrigued, but also fairly indifferent to th- this whole thing. <laughs> the the
1: sale of the golden plumes i mean yeah
4: I, I i don't think it's something that's that's extremely of interest to redacted
1: um so, so you're right there with halfaria and she could care less yeah all right so yeah it, it, are you are you guys okay with them like in, inspecting the 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 garden the the greenhouse and Every are they, are
2: these are these nice Xeno wardens or are these eco-terrorist Xeno wardens? Are they just going to burn <laughs> yeah. down our greenhouse and be like, you cannot just stop the cycle of nature! <laughs> yeah. No, when set cool. them free! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they open up the, the
1: barn doors and like, run, flowers, run! <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, why why are, are they all dying right? immediately? I these were different plants. <laughs> why are we um, in combat all of a sudden? Every time I... <laughs> every time I hear the... the the golden blooms—it makes me hungry. <laughs> and I think about it, just slicing them up
2: down the middle and then deep frying the whole the whole thing. Get a little frenzy going, and
1: I, I just remember that they're uh, oh, that they're not blooming onions, and uh, yeah. also they're endangered. We probably shouldn't eat them. These two Xeno wardens come back to the uh, the greenhouse, and you've got like a, a pot and a pan over a fire, and you're like, "Honey." <laughs> If you don't You're mind, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> here. For... <laughs> those are good fiddles. Later on that day, you have another visitor. This one from Zanilia, a diplomat named Gilcrew, who, as they step off, they have a very sleek, very expensive looking private jet. You see what looks like someone that could almost be related to to your master Asher and Sky in the um, the Battle Flowers is a male Winterborn Riforian, though he doesn't look very combat oriented. Wears a uh, kind of silvery, futuristic looking clothes, a smart suit. Like I said, introduces himself as as Gil Gilcrew, and he says, uh, hello, Viridian Colony, is that right? I come at the behest of the Silver Dragon, Zanil D." I, I've come to negotiate on behalf of Xenilia and the, the company that has backed the charger. We are looking to to study your golden blooms, take them off of your hands, to help us in our, our search for biological advancements, to help cure diseases that ravage interstellar civilizations from from here to the Pact. We have state-of-the-art labs in Xenilia and as you know you might have read our corporate bio Zanellades the 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 head of our farmer department their mate died from an as of yet inc- incurable unknown draconic disease and that has been the their their life work the reason that they they've come out here and, and helped to start this charter is to to find catalog more and more plants and test them for for their their health potential in in remedies i don't want to bore you with with more details like this I, I just want you to know that is what we are we are doing here why we have come to to potentially purchase your your crop of of these very rare flowers is possible i can get a few petals to to do some some quick tests before we make our offer is is that all right
2: Yes, that is fine, but full disclosure: there, there is another colony here looking to purchase the blooms. So, we will, we will be, di- we will be discussing both offers. And, but we do plan to have open and fair negotiations with them. But feel free to look at them and run your tests. I understand completely. Do we do anything about these folks? Is this like a... If we were to sell these, mm-hmm. are we just selling these to Big Pharma? They gave me a real Big Pharma vibe. Well, feel free to make a
1: culture check. See what you know about Xenilia okay. colony and Xenilia corporation. Is this about to
2: become the, like, Galarian version of insulin? That I we're mean,
0: Xenilia itself for? sounds like a medicine of some kind, right?
2: <laughs> if yeah. if you have rashes that persist
1: for three or more days, contact your doctor about Xenilia.
0: Yeah, side effects may include... <laughs>
2: I've only rolled a twelve, level one.
1: Yeah, you you don't know much about the 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 company itself, but it does seem from from what you're able to like ask around about, they they are a pretty major biofarm backed colony, and doing exactly what they sound like, doing a lot of research into plants, plants and animals here on this new planet other colonies have have similar labs but like this is like one of the main focuses for the Xenelia colony down there to the south. Cool. Probably why they are right there down next to the Zena There's a huge um, rainforest down um, that direction.
2: Uh, do they uh have a do they have any particular reason for believing that this is uh that these plants would be
1: that or are they just like oh there's a plant like let's get it. <laughs> let's get that let's big get plant. It. Whenever you find Plants that have those kind of like odd life structures. Mm-hmm. There's usually some some good some sap. Some, some good some juice good, up in some there good science juice in there yeah you want to squeeze yeah. those plants as hard as you can and get all yeah, that I, good, yeah yeah good. i i've worked in farm. I, I know that i know about the <laughs> science juice yeah. so you go down to the lab and you just squeeze <laughs> just roots and plants and, and flowers sometimes for all their juices patience. sometimes you, you bring you, you bring old people into the lab and you just <laughs> squeeze them as hard as
3: no.
2: you can until the science comes out
1: with <laughs> <was> old people. <laughs> Every plant has three <laughs> options.
2: It either heals you, kills you, or gets you high as well We had and so, so many you know,
3: fake things that were that didn't need to be said tonight. Now oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're, burnt, you're burnt out here, squeezing your grandparents.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Squeeze your grandpa until you something useful happens.
4: <laughs> oh, man.
3: <laughs> Give me an everlasting life, old man! <laughs>
1: uh... <laughs> squeeze until he gives up the secret of how he got so old. Yeah, as as you finish up your discussion with with Gilcrew, like as soon as he disappears around the corner, Halthoria Graman just kind of shows up out of nowhere and it's like, what, "What are you? What are you doing? You're, you're selling off these plants?" That they uh, uh,
2: what she seems Calm. A stammered. "Calm. We have not agreed to any any deal. They simply wish to do an initial test on the blooms to see if they wish to pursue any further contracts or supply agreements if they think that there might be a medical or pharmaceutical nature to the plant.
1: Yeah, I, I know about companies like Xenilia. You can't trust companies like Xenilia. That's what they're promising you. And I'm sure they're going to offer you all kinds of things down the line if you know, you, they get some results, but I i promise you this, you can't trust them. And if you make a deal with this crew character, I quit. I am leaving the colony. You don't have to worry about Haltharia Gramen messing up Vir- Viridian or whatever you call this place. I'm quitting on the spot. So, hey, hey put that in your, your hat and uh th- th- think about that when you, you make your decision. Hmm? How about that?
2: While I would absolutely miss the dorset tones of your complaining, I will take it into consideration.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she very flusteredly kind of leaves and then like comes back into the room where you guys were having this meeting and looks like she's about to say something and just shakes her eyes (laughs) and walks out again. Oh, I hate that NPC. (laughs) She's got a great Prater thinks to himself quietly. (laughs) (laughs) Altharia (laughs) Yeraman. That's how you pronounce it, right? Yeah. Yeah, what do you guys, what do you guys, what do you guys, what do you guys thinking here?
0: I would like to know why they are so against Zanelia. Is there a personal reason? Have they been harmed in some way? Does Xenilia do harm to people? Because it seems like a noble cause if it is actually beneficial, potentially medically beneficial to do research on this plant and utilize it in that way. But I don't know, like what makes them actually twisted? They I'm assuming we don't have a terrible health insurance. Crisis here in the way that we do in America. So, I right.
1: like that, that problem is so specific to America, it would be right, hard to exactly. imagine a whole galaxy like, with this exact problem. Like, uh,
0: not that I don't, I'm not pharma, but in this context, like, why uh, what makes them so bad? You healing germs saying?
1: are pretty expensive in Starfinder. I, I think there's a little
0: bit of that. That's true. That's true. Uh,
1: they're, they're not given out to uh, Mark three healing serums (laughs) for free. That's that's for sure. Yeah. Well, do you want to talk to Gil crew? Do you want to meet with them first after they're done? Like uh, with their tests, maybe the next day.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure that my character is necessarily the best person to talk about science with someone though.
1: Well, I mean, you don't have to talk about the science. You can just ask some questions uh, if you'd like.
0: My character is also not the best. (laughs) Okay. Any. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) Prader can go
2: ask some questions. I guess. Yeah. Well, he actually. Be, he, he, actually can you know he, he, he has. He has questions that Zinnia wrote down. Not Zinnia. Oh, God.
0: Whoa! As soon two. as I saw Zinnia on the map, two. I was like, "Wait a second! I had a science character <laughs> named Zinnia. Yeah,
2: I'm. I'm. St- I'm literally staring at the name on my computer screen, <laughs> which is. Zilix will go and help Prader with this. No, oh, thank you.
1: So, I mean, you guys can all go, but yeah. What would you like to ask Gilcrew
2: Gilcrew This is the. Zanilia. Big, envoy. The folk. Okay. Yeah.
3: Do you mean envoy is in like their role or envoy is in their class?
2: Yes. <laughs> Both. Surprisingly. How have your tests
1: gone? Well, they're, they're very positive. Something like this. We would be in production as well as research for quite some time. And. We would need your entire stock of the golden blooms. Um, I can I can tell you that right now, <laughs> but we are very interested. Zanilia would like to make a deal with with your your colony.
3: I have to be honest. What kind of what kind of results are you getting with your tests?
1: Well, these these are our plants. Characteristics of of, of light absorbing flora that have been observed in very rare quantities and on, on, on other worlds in, in similar cases those plants have had a, a number of very specific scientific advancements tied to them so i mean it, it's too early to tell but it, it could i mean we might be talking about uh mark IV healing serum on our our hands. <laughs> um, <laughs> you never know. There's there's what always about, there's always Everyone seems for, to
3: be talking yeah. about the Mark 4 early.
1: Yes. Those, yeah.
2: Um what about future golden blooms? We we know where the plants are located and where they were harvested, but would Viridian be able to supply these as well for the future?
1: Would uh, we be able to supply them? I mean, if, if you find another patch, I uh, I think we could potentially make a deal for for those plants as, as well, but we would, we would have to do that on a case-by-case basis. I, I've been instructed that I'm able to negotiate for the crop that you all have, have spent your time harvesting from from the mountains.
2: I have an additional complication. Mm-hmm. It does interest me, this the pursuit that you and your colony have, but my lead botanist here has already made it crystal clear that she is not pro- what you and your colony do. I have no doubts that if we make an agreement with you, she will leave us and thus there will be a gap in our ability to assess future botanical specimens. Mm-hmm. Is there someone from Zanilia who could take up her position? Well, we have
1: a number of of scientists. It's the main complement for for our colony, and we've been recruiting more. And I've got already a few shiploads that have offloaded. I can put you in touch with our human resources person, and I am certain we can effect a an immediate transfer uh, between our colonies as part of this deal. That is no problem whatsoever. But I I suppose I am bearing the lead a little bit here. I do need to talk to you about compensation for for the the crop. Unfortunately, all of our resources here planet side are tied up in our research mandate, literally everything for months. (laughs) So unless we can get some kind of turnaround on the golden blooms, we would not be able to compensate you for them right now. I can put in a a clause into the contract that depending on how long it takes to, to turn around, we can get just a straight compensation in maybe a year's time from the pact and from our our, our major corporations. Or, you know, I, I can put it on my word as a, a diplomat for Zenilia that you would receive an ample compensation as repayment for these plants down the line. But that's where we stand basically we will need to wait and 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 see how how well these these plants pay off in in our research before before uh the folks here at viridian will see much of a of a return on your your time investment i see and i understand you have you have uh, folks from other colonies that might be able to give you something paltry right up front but that that is what we're able to offer is uh, a promise down the line. Um, perhaps we can share some of our research with you or some of our discoveries. But right now, like I said, just about every single scrap of resources and credits that we have is already heavily invested in our research mandate. So,
2: it is certainly not a you know immediate no deal that payment may not be immediate. I will. Listen to what Nightwood has to offer, but if, speaking personally, of course this will be, there will be a vote on this, and I only have my one stake, but I would much rather see the plants go to Xenilia than Nightwood, so I will do my best, but part of it will definitely depend on Nightwood's offer.
1: Well, you know, I I, I want to put all of our cards on the table here. We heard about you your your dealings with some of the the other colonies and some some historical research of uh, of a rock that you you found here in in the colony, and um, we heard you turned down uh, a good amount of, of of resources from old Bundina Laud of of Celestine. So that that's why we were you know, enthused to, to come and potentially make a deal with you. It did not seem like you guys were only motivated by your uh the dollar signs. So
2: Yes. Uh, Celestine wanted all rights to the discovery and would not was not willing to share in future research or knowledge. Mm. Which is why they did not get the deal. It I was very happy to hear that Xenilia is much more open for to trade information and resources, so I think we can make a deal. All right. What's well, part of that
1: deal? If if we can get this signed on the dotted line before the the end of this quarter, want, I want to invite you all down to the labs. Take it. Take a tour. Uh, we'll we'll have some of our chefs cook up some some good foods for you, and you know uh, let you, let you see the, the the whole facilities that that we're setting up down there. Anyway, thank you for your consideration. I'm sure you've got other matters to attend to, so I'll, I'll let you get to them. Thank you hey guys gil crew is like my favorite character to to play now i don't know why i just slipped so <laughs> easily into like corporate envoy but uh boy howdy i love gil crew that was <laughs> that was very fun tyler i don't know why <laughs> i don't just, know why just, that... some, just some good old contract negotiation yeah, early, on earlier, earlier on you know it was just uh just clawing you guys up with some mole beetles and uh, the that was no fun. This is done done of, of fun, right? So, Tenas Petal Spirit is your your guys's next meeting of the of the Zeno Wardens. With, you know, she goes nowhere without this giant seven foot tall blue bear, who only seems to speak psychically and and in very short, <laughs> terse terse sentences. Yeah, they they come to to you all and are are pretty ecstatic with the the care that that Tayeta has given to to the the blooms and the the way they they've been kept alive she says nightwood is very excited to potentially be able to to take on these plants and move them and protect them preserve them for for future generations oh uh, we have a great amount of respect for the natural beauty that this this world this this ancient and new world all at the same time what it offers to to future generations who perhaps can come back and and find out where the the pact started, where where this world came from. Uh, w- w- when do you have anything to to add here? He, he just kind of like shakes his head. <laughs> no, it's like, well, I I am able to authorize a a number of resource units for you all uh, as part of a, a one time offer for all of the plants to be turned over to to nightwood eight resource units that you all can use in the construction of perhaps a a magical ley line network a library a nature preserve something of that nature we are willing to share with you both the resources and the construction crews to help build that if if you would like as a as a, a good faith exchange
2: for for these plants how does that sound well it is generous. Such a... That has a lot of resources and... You know, the, I expect nothing less from the Xeno Warden's commitment to preservation and conservation of rare biological species. But, you know, it is not just my decision. I I personally, intrigued by Xenilia's offer.
1: Xenilia um, is here. Oh, so you're, you're interested in profiting off of these plants? Is, is that what they're going to do? Squeeze them like they're... Or someone's
2: grandparents. Hmm? Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like just as
2: grandparents
1: in a jar. Oddly,
2: oddly specific.
1: That's what they do there. They, they
2: they experiment on grandparents. <laughs> I watched a documentary
1: on Space Netflix, so.
2: While my I do not have a very strong personal opinion about Zanilio or what they do and how they commit their research and resources what i am interested in is the, the the access to knowledge and resources that that relationship brings and while of course natural conservation is also a personal interest of mine a single large payout is alluring but i also must look to the long term development and resource collection of the colony understood we would still for the
1: the safety of these plants like a decision, fairly soon we have nurseries waiting that can take them, but we don't want to risk a, a large expenditure of time that would potentially see them die off. Not that not to your botanist has done a bad job, but we have people that can like literally talk to plants. So you know.
2: No, believe me, I understand our our limitations here. I I do not. I, de- I definitely do not want to risk the well-being of the plants, nor waste your your time. Alright, then come to a decision right now. Who is it? Also <laughs> <laughs> U- uh, <laughs> let go! I, I am not the final word on this. Let me go back okay, and confer sorry, sorry. with the rest of the council, and we will have a decision to you shortly.
1: Win looks at, at Petal Spirit, uh, gives, gives her a, a stern look, and psychically uh, in her mind is just like, I don't think they're going to go for it. Do you want me to start killing people? <laughs> I'll, I'll murder <laughs> them all.
2: I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, maybe as Pratier is about to leave, he turns around and says, "On a related question, mm-hmm. if we were to not, if we were to lose our chief botanist here, would you be able to send a botanist in replacement?" Botanist? Um, f-
1: for the most part, our folks are, are are pretty tied to to the colony, to Nightwood, but it is possible. I, I you, you might have to go back and and hire someone to to come out here from from Absalom though I don't know if we could guarantee that at all
2: I see I I'm simply curious as as we are expanding I am looking to recruit more talent so yeah I I know the Xeno wardens are very adept in this in this field of study yeah we're pretty much the best true better better than all the rest that's why that's why
1: you go with us all right we've we've talked this through a good bit does anybody have any final questions The, the rest of you guys are very silent but just I mean it You've soaked this all in. Any questions, in, in character, out of character?
2: <laughs> y'all are y'all are just uh, um, a, a blistering I mean, storm of. <laughs> I mean, yeah, not everyone at once. I mean, but personally, I from is uh, not not sold on these uh, Zenilia people and believes that perhaps the ecosystem would be better balanced and preserved for future generations if Nightwood were to control these resources and also that also if they take care of these and figure out how to cultivate them then they can be used in the future while it is very you know dragon
1: pox is <laughs> is the saddest disease there is um, no dragon pox <laughs> i mean there's also this there's also this this planet that needs to be cons- considered and there we are Oh, right. we got we got one vote for
2: Nightwood. One vote for mm. Nightwood.
0: Asher and Sky are inclined to side with Zanilia only m- narrowly, mm. um, because I don't know. They don't know life science, and they were like, "We found these things growing wild. They'll just grow more. We might as well, you know, use them for what they perceive to be good—the greater good—and mm-hmm. a long-term investment that could potentially be more lucrative seems like a win-win.
1: Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, 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 I really want to know Redacted's thoughts on this. Miles. (laughs) So Redacted
4: isn't really impressed with Xeno Wardens, mostly because they're not offering anything. Well, and they're offering, they're, they're, a construction. they're offering
2: literally the double double the amount of resources we have for building things.
4: Like yeah, that. but <laughs> it, it is I, a lot. I don't, I don't think they're off. But for redacted, well,
1: the, the scientific aspect of it is
4: far more interesting
1: to be to be uh, fair. It's eight resource units that has to go towards a specific thing, a ley line network, a library or a nature preserve So it is is something that they can like help set up for you.
4: I mean the 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 promise of of experimenting and researching these things and possibly finding something a lot more beneficial resonates more with Redacted. I mean this is this is a guy. This is a a being that that probes for the funsies Mm -hmm. and that that is more appealing to redacted than the Xenowardens, wardens who i mean that doesn't know a ton about and also being psychic as well can can hear the promise of of violence so is <laughs> certainly getting doesn't, ready doesn't like this wind character what a what a not, dumb looking n- character not, not 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 too much no redacted is not very impressed with what he considers a big blue oaf or what Redacta considers a big
1: blue oath. We call them bloofs. I, I think that might give us the vote already, but I still want to know what Zilix would would favor in this decision.
3: Uh, Zilix doesn't
2: see profit in the Xena Wardens.
1: Yeah, potential p- profit
2: down the line with long R- Remember, there is no short-term benefit with going with zenelia
1: Yeah. Well, Correct. there is. You, you get a, a construction building that there's only a short term benefit, <laughs> there's no long term benefit with potentially the, the Xena wardens, except you know, you'll, you'll have that right. Oh, but yeah. with Zanelia,
0: yes. there is no there's, there's nothing short term, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they they said they'd give you a little vacation down to Zanelia if you wanted to come that's visit. Pretty nice. That's I pretty
2: nice, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna take them up on that.
0: Want to go into the rainforest? I
4: I also love that like this crew is hundred percent making the opposite decision of the Drifter crew. <laughs> like I feel like the Drifter crew would have no problem, well, telling telling the corporate folks to to go yeah, prompt themselves.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this does. I mean, it feels like kind of the opposite decision of the Celestine colony, who are also offering you know just money, and you went with the the more research based. Group from from Plostov. Uh, but we also to, just to don't share. like those people.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're you know. No, uh, Celestine. That, that that envoy was yeah, like the worst on Yeah, yeah. The, my
4: entire uh, life. We 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 would not do it just to spite them. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. If so, we can,
2: in fact, if we can go to war with Celestine, I'm already thinking I'm, I'm, about it. Redacted is
4: right there with you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Give me something to drive. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, contracts are are drawn up. Um, hands are are shook and the the delegation from the, the Xena Wardens go home empty handed. Gilcrew has a, a big smile on his face as he uh he signs on the, the dotted line. Uh but you know who doesn't? Autharia Grauman who's like <laughs> literally packing up her like lab and, and, and her stuff as uh as Gilcrew flies away and it's like, I, 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 told you, you cannot deal with companies like that. They're, they're, they're underhanded They're I mean, it, it, this is going to come back and bite our colony in the butt. And I, I mean, I, I, I told you what I was going to do. I told you what I was going to do. I'm, I'm going to leave. I'm, I'm going to find another colony that is, uh, more interested in, in my contributions here than you all are. Okay. So I, I mean, kiss me goodbye, uh, kiss probably the best botanist on this entire planet.
2: Farewell. For being the best botanist on this entire planet, you certainly weren't able to see the value of the Golden Blooms when we originally brought them up to you, so I think perhaps you might need to reevaluate your worth. But I do appreciate what you did for the colony in the short time you were here. Uh, The the Golden Blooms have
1: zero value right now. They they don't contribute anything to our survival here right now you you've just signed away every single one of them to a corporation that may or may not (laughs) give you some corporate massaging i heard them promise to to take you on a retreat down south that's great that's great didn't you say you were leaving (laughs) yeah yeah i am leave Uh, well i i have a lot that i still need to do here and i'm not gonna let you all and your terrible decision making stop me from from doing that but i am i'm moving out of of my lab here Teata can take that over i move into the outskirts of of the colony uh you're not going to have my expertise anymore and i will be looking for other jobs you know i'm going to be actively putting myself out there because of what you've done well, just, you know, know, I'm just, know, hiring. just know just know that you you've 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 messed this up you you've made the wrong call
2: well your opinion is noted
1: and ignored <laughs> T- T- Tata, who's like got the lab to <laughs> themselves, now is like, well, I mean, this is this is kind of like a best case scenario for me. I'm, I'm so glad that this has worked out for everyone. Uh, if you guys need any any help with any biological things, you can come to me. Obviously,
2: <laughs> Tayata, I'm I apologize for not knowing, but yeah, what is your background in botany education? <clears throat> Well, I I have about
1: <laughs> one sentence of of background information in in, in the AP. <laughs> so, I mean, I've I've studied and, and worked with Hal graman for for a few years. I, I did my postgraduate work in Cabaret University. I think is what I say for for, oh, okay. for her. And uh yeah, you know, I've I've been working in the industry for like. I don't know, like one fifth of the amount of time that Haltharia Gromin has. So I mean she's she's definitely better than me, but um yeah, no. And you
2: don't have any problems working with Zanilia? I mean, not really. I don't know much about the
1: the corporation, but uh, that Gilcrew guy, there's something about him. I don't know, he's he's pretty cool.
2: <laughs> well. I'm glad to hear that because it is most likely that Zanilia will send another botanist to help out here with uh what's her name's departure, so we will most likely be working with them much more closely in the future. So, however, since you, you are at this point the lead botanist here, please let me know if there's anything you need. I mean, just keep your eyes peeled for more specimens like that when you guys are out
1: exploring, and uh, I'm sure we'll we'll do fine, guys. Uh, that, that we, we're we're the, we're at the end of month three here in colony time, and uh, I did want to I don't like doing this off air, so I did want to finish up with another settlement colony tracking and decision making before we, we we ship off this episode here month three you guys have for your charter development a couple things to do first things first is a a d6 and a d4 to to roll for your resources uh, who who wants to take over the the charter background? work for for like the week of this month. I think Radier has done it and Asher and I Sky did month, have yeah. done it. You guys want to cycle it and uh, have Zilix someone Zilix else do, do it. it? Zilix will do it. Right. Yeah. So this is um you get like one less week of, of downtime activities, but performing the administrative
2: duties falls to Zilix this month. Do you want to roll those for us, Drew? Yes. One D6 and one D 4 Please roll a six on a four if I can request exact numbers.
1: All right, I got a four on a, a okay, D6. Just,
2: now just roll a six on a D4.
1: And a two on a D4, so a pretty average roll here. Heck yeah, we'll take it. I, I do have a, a document to, to share with you, Tyler, but for now, let me just write down these here.
2: Yeah, I, haven't, four, I just haven't written down on my... a
1: two. Well, I think sure. Did you have three resource units left over I had four, yeah. Okay. Pretty sure it's three because we we uh, maybe we forgot the upkeep last time. The upkeep this month is three, as you have three hexes claimed for the colony. So that means you have six resource units to spend this month, and oh, yeah. a couple of projects to pick. And the last time you guys did put off building a resource node in the meteor hex i think you've claimed it but you've not built the resource node do you want to do that because that that's the one that was expensive It's three resource units
2: oh yeah sure let's do that one
1: okay easy peasy and then you have one other project you can do you can claim another hex for a single resource unit don't know if you're able to start any building projects for three resources i think the minimum is like five or six
2: yeah i guess i guess we can claim another hex
1: so you, you've gone to the one to the south and the one to the northwest of, of the colony. Do you want to continue on those paths? It has to be one of the, the, the ones that you have already explored. So basically there's there's three to the south and there's like four to the, the west.
2: Hmm. We still haven't done like a mountainous one for stamp, right? No. Let's see. Would was Y twenty seven or it, the Golden Bloom well, Hex one of it, the ones you wanted?
1: It has to be adjacent also to a hex. That's part of the charter. So if you want to expand that way, you can do. It would, it would of, have to be Y twenty seven. Yeah, one of these two up here.
2: So Y27, AA27. Y twenty seven, double A twenty seven. Y twenty seven's got some some mountains in it. Yeah, yeah. We don't have that yet. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's fine. Okay. Just kind of talking out my. I'm just kind of talking out my stamp panatil here, though. So I mean, if somebody <laughs> else has strong feelings,
1: <laughs> don't don't make that a thing. <laughs> Talking about have my stand fan at that.
0: cool He did kill a mole beetle for us so we owe
2: you
1: straight up crit that mole beetle <laughs> it's
2: true straight up crit it uh, but we don't have enough actions left
1: to do a resource node there right no no so you, you're building one on the res- the meteor hex and you're really? you're claiming another so of course we have two um left. so the good news is you'll have another D4 resources to roll the next month but also excavating the meteor you guys can sell that off immediately to like you know on the market between other colonies and things like that and get a pretty big credit payday i think that's what you were you were waiting on of i want to say 1200 credits for for the party i forget how much we'll have to look that up but uh we're we're not done we're not done with the the charter turn drew uh can you roll us a d100 and see if there's an event this month finally
2: oh yeah do it drew is low good or high is good?
1: Ooh, well, we got low. Low is good if you want a, an event, and I think about, I think we gotta allow this. We got thirty-one here. That's pretty darn close. I forget if it's thirty or forty-five this month. So we'll split the difference. Drew roll Rollins D twenty. See 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 if anything happens.
2: Famine, famine, famine. <laughs> the botness goes away and immediately. <laughs>
1: Oh, seven on the dice. Is that what you've rolled? Oh, there's there's a spy within your charter leaking secrets to some of the other charters here on New Galerion. If your charter's accord is less than your terminal number, threshold number, TN, one of the traits is randomly reduced. Um, Wow, that's terrible. So the good news is your accord is your highest trait for for the colony so that does not happen (laughs) if the charters accord is equal or greater than increase one of the charter's traits randomly chosen by two for the next charter turn so you guys are able to stamp out stamp Panatel out you know maybe find someone that's not supposed to be here in the charter that is indeed relaying information to to the other colonies uh, do you want to roll us a D10, Drew, to see what gets a a bonus for for the next month? Oh yeah, here we go. All right, on the dice. Economy get a plus right. two bonus to economy for for the following month. As business it is a booming between the sale of these golden blooms and your you know, deals with with Plostov and and some of the other colonies. Uh, there's there's a lot of a lot of sales going on. Maybe a market pops up in the center of Viridian colony (laughs) we haven't talked about before this episode the 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 winner of the colony so I keep forgetting I was like what is it called again Viridian colony Uh, a large market pops up at the the end of this third month like a maybe like kind of like a fair as well as a as carny folk from other colonies come in and people selling wares so there's there's tons of things to purchase and now you guys got a nice little payday maybe now's the time to start upgrading some gear a one of the busiest booths at the uh, the market the summer market is run by none other than your colony's favorite goblin uh, Haglin Daglin. <laughs> oh yeah, he's back to <laughs> <ya>, Bert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wrote him down as an NPC. He's he's back and he's got an exchange market. And I think I talked to you guys before we started this campaign that uh with some of the thresholds of, of your colony, there will be some traveling merchants and some other businesses that can assist in, in getting some pretty cool gear. Haglin Daglin Invites you all to to his shop, and is like ah, well, uh, I got all kinds of deals. <laughs> I forget what it's, I forget what Hagglin Daglin's voice was. Was it just like <laughs> uh, we have to go back in this episode? Yeah, it's it's like, impossible like, to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the deals that you want. I've been I've been collecting stuff all the, the last three months, uh, getting ready, open up my shop. But now I'm ready. Yo, are, are you guys ready for a shopping episode next week?
2: oh yeah the montage let's go
1: oh yeah guess what here you're gonna spend every last credit you got down at haggling daggling's deals on wheels (laughs) get get her done get get her get her oh yeah one more thing well to be continued (laughs) haggling daggling he's back baby Don't let me forget. That's what his voice sounds like. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his salesman voice for next week's episode. Everyone, I, I want you to forget. <laughs> I just got to say his name, Daglin. and I remember Daglin. what his voice is. like.
3: Haglin
1: Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it off air, but there will be some special deals associated with Haglin Daglin. That's going to do it for this week's episode, guys. A, little, a bit of a long one, <laughs> more doggy episode after we spot these mole beetles. We got some more Starfinder in store, and uh, believe it or not, the the months are going to like come even faster <laughs> than they have. I think we've, we've oh, been wow. averaging like one month every four episodes. It's going to be like every two from now here on out. So get ready, oh, <laughs> strap in, <laughs> the clocks are going to be turning, guys. Thanks for playing with me. Thank you, thank you, Patrick. Oh, listeners, thanks for listening and taking our little slice of life. New Galarian content uh, with you here in season five. Uh, we're gonna catch you on next week's episode. See you later, everybody. Good night. Good night. Bye.